Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Loud Outdoors. On the mic with you this morning on a Sunday. Coming at you a little later than normal. We're um, kind of <laughs> trying to recover a little bit from this crazy week we've had. It has been a long one. Physically, has been very challenging uh, on myself. And, of course, Rhonda has, has fought through the sickness and uh, still trying to take care of her father. It's, it, has been a, it has been a challenging week for, for all parties involved in the Holzer household. We are here struggling through the day and uh, just um, kind of taking the day off. Uh, it, it's, I had to work yesterday for a while, so uh, body is rejecting some things in me and I'm having to, to just take it a little bit easy today. So uh, dragging around a little bit. I, I did get outside early this morning and had my coffee and I went out and watered the garden, and, and you know how the garden can be, right? I mean, we've been learning some lessons from the garden. Been a lot of things that come out of the garden that God speaks to me about, and uh, it's it's a great time. I love my time outside. I love being out in, in God's creation, and I love how he speaks to us in such simple matters, even as just in watering the garden. So today I titled this message, Water is Essential to Life. And we know this, we can't survive without water. I don't know the actual science term there. I don't know the, the length of time that you can live without water, but I want to say it's like maybe three days or something like that, that you, is, is about the extent of time you can live without water. Well, listen, right now in Oklahoma, I'm not sure it'd be three days. When you get, <laughs> when you get temperatures over 100 degrees, uh, I know that if I don't water my garden every day, it, it, there's an effect. It shows that effect. But something that was happening today, and I discussed this with Rhonda yesterday and a couple other people as we've talked about gardening and things, and God just really blossomed something in my mind this morning that I thought, notice I threw that in there, blossomed, kind of that garden theme, right? Um, but anyway, he, he put something in my heart today that, that really caught my attention. I watered the garden every day. And even when I was gone for a few days, I actually had the little neighbor girl come over and water. Kinsley did a great job keeping my plants alive. I, I needed them to be alive when I returned home. So so I, I had her come and water them every day, just like I'd been doing. So as I'm watering this morning, and I had been discussing yesterday with Rhonda and a couple other people yesterday, the guy I work with, and that my, my plants are, are healthy. I mean, they're looking, they look fine. Uh, they, they look plenty healthy. Uh, some of them, some of the the pepper plants are blooming, but nothing is like really growing. Like my my, my ochre plants have not gotten any any taller. They're they're just over knee high, and usually by this time they're they're really tall. And and, I, and God just began to speak to me about something that just challenged me. I've been watering them every day, so I'm I'm putting enough water on them to survive. My, my plants are surviving, but, but, but maybe I'm not putting enough water on them for them to truly thrive and produce the fruit that they're created to produce. Hmm. Well, let me put some scripture to this. This is something that God dropped in my heart this morning. James chapter 1, verse 20 through 25, and I'm going to use the, the New Living Translation because I like how it opens this up and expresses this. Verse 22 of James chapter 1 says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. So kind of like performing a religious duty. Maybe we get up on a Sunday morning and we go to church with our family because that's what we're supposed to do. It's Sunday. But that's all we get out for the week. 
Yeah, that's all we do with our religious duty for the week is we just go to church on Sunday. Now, now you know, maybe some, I mean, not very many anymore actually have two services on Sunday as far as a morning and an evening service. That's how I grew up. And, and some do a Wednesday. Our church has a Wednesday Bible study for those that want to come. But for the most part, if you think about it, and if you'll be honest with yourself, do you fit here? Do, 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 we, do we just go through the motions of a spiritual life because, you know, we dress up, we look cool, we, we go to church on Sunday with the family, then we go out to dinner on Sunday afternoon because it's ritualistic, and, and then we go home, and then we go on about our week until next Sunday when we do this whole ritualistic thing all over again. But what he's saying in James is don't just listen to the word. We, we can't expect to just go sit through a Sunday service and, and hear what's being said, maybe, but then not apply it to our life. We've got to learn to do what it says. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. Verse 23 goes on to say this, For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. Verse 24 says, so you see yourself, you walk away, and you forget what you look like. Now, I mean, some of us glance in a mirror and we want to forget what we look like, right? I mean, I fit that category. We, we, but, but listen to what the word's saying. For if you, if you do this, if, if, you're, if you're, all you're doing is just listening to the word and you're not doing what it says, for you, it's, if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself. You walk away and you forget what you look like. See, it's, it's like getting enough water on the garden to survive and, and you look okay, but we're not producing the fruit that we were created to produce. See, God, God created us to produce fruit, just, just like this well-watered garden, right? But we're not really putting the word to work in our life to bring out the growth. The correction or change is, is pretty much like just watering a garden enough to, to, so that the plants don't die. So we, 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 we look good, we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do, but if the Word of God is not having any effect on us, if it's not bringing about life change, if it's not challenging us to be better, it's not working in us. It, it, it's just enough for us to survive. Verse 25 says this, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then... God will bless you for doing it. It's an if you will, I will. God's always this way. If we truly put the word to work in our lives, engaging in our faith. Remember, faith without works is dead. Faith without motion. Faith without movement. Faith, faith just sitting on a bump on a pickle is not going to have any effect. If we truly put the word to work in our lives, engaging in our faith, doing the work of the Lord, the work of his kingdom, following him daily, reaching for higher ground always. So we're never going to arrive anywhere on this earth. We've got to continually be striving for higher ground. We, we've got to continually look for that narrow path that leads upward. It's difficult. It's challenging. But it's necessary for this life that we live. You will feel like a well-watered garden producing what you were created to produce if we do these things, if, if we truly put the word to work in our lives. We'll be like a well-watered garden producing what we were created to produce. 
When we live our lives according to His Word, following His ways and our calling, yes, we are all called. Remember, there's the Great Commission. It's actually a commandment. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Make followers of all people groups. Going is not the Great Commission. Preaching the gospel is not the Great Commission, although both of those are necessary. The Great Commission is to make followers, to lead others to the throne room of God. Listen, you hear me say this a lot. You cannot be a good leader unless you're a great follower. You must become a great follower before you can lead others. You've got to be following the king correctly before you can lead others to him. When we live our lives according to his word, following his ways and our calling, we will not just survive, but we will thrive and we will bring forth life which God will turn into his harvest. See, it's not up to us for the harvest. We don't save anyone. All we're, all we're here to do is to lead others to the throne room of God, to lead others into his presence. And then God will, Im, will impart upon them this need for surrender. His Holy Spirit brings about conviction in our lives. It needs to bring about conviction in all of us because many of us fit this category of just getting enough water on us to look good, to survive. But we're not truly living up to what God has called us to because we're, we're not allowing enough water to, to penetrate into the root system that would bring forth a fruit from what God created us to bring forth. Yeah, I know I'm meddling a little bit. That seems to be my role lately. Listen to this. Isaiah 58. I love the chapter of Isaiah 58. There is such depth in that one passage of Scripture in Isaiah 58. I, I encourage you to read the whole chapter. Really catch what it says because it, it kind of splits in half. There's a first half of this is not what I'm looking for. And then there's a second half that this, this is what I'm looking for. But Isaiah 58 verse 11 says this, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. See, when we put ourselves in the right position, when we follow the Word of God, when we allow it to penetrate us, when we allow it to water us deeply, then we'll be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring, and He'll restore us. He'll restore our strength. He'll guide us continually. He'll always give us water when we're dry. My garden out here has, has a hose attached to the faucet. It's the source. It's the source of this, this water that, that is essential to life. It, it's, it's plumbed right into my well. But if I don't turn up, if I don't lift the handle, if I don't turn on the faucet, and if I don't run that water across that garden and soak it good, it's not going to have an outcome. It, it's not going to have the outcome God desires. It, it, we can be connected to the source. But if we don't turn it on and we don't let it flow long enough to get into the root system that God has planted in us, we're not going to, or the, the outcome that he desires in our life. Man, I, I, this is a simple message. Water is essential to life. Consider that water is our word of God. It's the message that's being delivered on a Sunday morning from our pastors. It's a message that we listen to on a podcast delivered by me every day. It's a message that we read through our word as we get into God's word. So we can't rely on just one thing. I can't rely on just one thing. I can't 
just come back here and put a message together and preach it. God's pouring things into me all the time. You should see this stack of paper over here. Some are not ready. Some are not timed. So it's not the time for some of these words to come out, but yet God's already already poured them into me. I've already written them. They're already sitting here ready to go. Today's something completely fresh, and it came from just being in his creation, being in his presence, spending some time listening to the Lord. And as I listened to him today, he poured something into me that I hope will produce fruit. Don't just be ritualistic about your life with Christ. Get your life in order. Take your family, lead your family. Men, be men of God. Listen, if, if, if you're a married family with children, men, it's your role to lead this family strongly. Lead them to the throne room of God. That your family has opportunity to be to be poured into. But, but it can't be just you taking them there and hoping somebody feeds them. You've got to feed them through the week as well, which means you must be prepared. Single moms, same thing. I hate that you're having to do that on your own. Shouldn't be that way. But unfortunately, we are living in a fallen world, and we're forced into that at times. Be a woman of God. Take your family to church, but don't just take them. Learn to gain from that as well. Let God feed you so that you can feed others around you. If you're single, there's no difference. This is our calling God has placed us here for such a time as this. He's preparing us for this latter-day battle, this latter-day revival. Where are you going to be in this? Let God position you correctly to do what he's, have, what he's called you to do from the very beginning of creating you. He knew you before he ever formed in your mother's womb and already set you apart to be a voice to the nations. He has a plan for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to bring you a hope and a future. The whole word is full of these things. But it's always an if you will. We must subject ourselves to Christ. We must surrender our ways of doing things and allow God to pour into us that which he would have us to have. That we might lead others towards him. A relationship with Jesus Christ on a personal level that goes way beyond just going to church on a Sunday. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. We are to be in a constant communion with God, constant relationship with him. What an incredible thought. Let the water of the, of the word pour into you today in such a way that it brings forth fruit in your life, not just enough to survive. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following our podcast. Thank you for supporting Rhonda and I. If you can support us financially, all of our giving links are on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. Continue to pray for us. Please continue to pray over us. Partner with us. Walk with us. Share these podcasts out with people that you know need to hear this message. Let this be a tool that you can use to lead others towards Christ. Deepen your walk with God. Let him water your garden today. Be a well-watered garden. Be a spring flowing forth. Amen. Ron and I love you. We're praying for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.